Well, folks, we're back and finally got rid of Keith. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, well, and welcome back. We always have people uh, that they, they love to hang around the broadcast, man. <laughs> it's awesome. But welcome back, everybody, Bachelor University Live. What, what a great uh, segment that was, talking with two uh, great winners this year on the MPFL. And um, we, we've got some some exciting news and we've got a new guest with us uh that that many of you know and he's been with us for a long time and he's a he's a he's become a super champion over on the the Bassmaster Elites and uh he's got it's it's exciting news for us we're about to announce it but with us is Patrick Walters welcome welcome back to the show Pat guys how's it going I hope y'all can hear me thank Pete thanks for the introduction it's uh Things are right now. The, the last three years on the Elite Series have been very good, um, but uh, yeah, there's some new things coming, and I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Well, uh, BTC, how do you want to do this? Do you want to let them break the news, or do you want to do you want to do it, or uh, how do you? How do, I, I want to sit back and watch you uh, stumble through this. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, JK. I, this is your moment, I, buddy. Yeah. I, I, it's a big moment, um, you know, because one one of ours is taking a big step, and we're super proud of him. He's had some great success, and um, he's going to, man, you're going to take the big leap. And uh, it's our own professional fish head. He's been invited to compete in the National Professional Fishing League, the MPFL. He's taken up the invitation, and he's going to get after it in 2021. Uh, J.K. Man. 22. That's amazing news. 2022. Yeah. 22. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. I, I just, you know, um, a lot of feelings, right? You know, humbled, nervousness, excited, of course. Uh, I just, uh, I, I feel like I'm on a journey, and you guys have had quite the front seat to it, you know, from not even knowing how I was going to go about 2021. You know, we went from almost selling the boat and going back to just staying a co-angler because it was going so well. And then then it happened, you know, and the confidence that I feel like I needed was born and, and just getting better. And, you know, Bass U has almost, I mean, just so much to do with my journey getting here. It really does. I can credit um, working here, being around guys, I get to talk to Pete, the Dean Glusek every day. So, I mean, I get, it's like, I get a second, second opinion on everything. Like, you know, um, but man, just really just developing into the angler I've always wanted to be, you know, and now just hungry and confident. And I cannot wait for this opportunity to go, you know, you know, you're kind of, I'm, I'm achieving a dream, you know, it's a, it's a different format and it looks different than, you know, maybe I always thought it was this, this league is new. Um, it's fresh. You got some things happening that look pretty exciting and I'm excited to, to be a part of it and go to new places and, and man, go toe to toe with guys like Pat. And, you know, I'm a big believer and, you know, it's not about who you're fishing against. It's about what standard that lake's going to put before you. And you got to go meet that standard. And, uh, I'm excited to see what we can do, man, and try to try to make, you know, Pete, you're like a second father to me, you know, like you really are like, I'm just, you know, try to make you proud and try to make Bash you proud and my family and 
try to make something of this, you know, it's, uh, we don't know how long this will last. So this, is this going to be a career? Is this going to be a one year thing? You know, either way, I don't, I don't care how, how far it goes. I'm just so thankful and excited to have the, the chance to go do this. Well, I think it's great. I think it's great that, uh, that you're taking this chance and uh, excited about it. We've seen you and it's amazing because what a story that will be when you're holding up the championship trophy uh, one day when you were talk about how you, you were on the cusp of selling your bass boat and you were, <laughs> you were, you were like, look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do the co-angler thing and, uh, and, and just go down that road. And, and man, it was, you had 180 degrees. What a great story. It's yeah. already a great story. You know, <laughs> it, man, yeah. it really is. It's, it's, it's unbelievable to look back and think that I, you know, the biggest thing that I'm really happy with, because I've, I've alluded to this, you know, confidence and self-confidence has been a, a big issue for me, you know, um, even in competing. And I, I, I stayed comfortable, you know, I, I became a good co-angler and stayed comfortable in that spot and really hesitated, you know, to, to really go out and do it. And I think the biggest thing, for that, that I'm happy about is that I, that I actually listened to my gut, even though I was kind of putting my, my back against the wall, you know, I, get, switching the boater and kind of giving it that go really, um, you know, it was like <laughs> fish a couple tournaments and if it didn't work out, it was going to be sold, you know, and I'm really happy that I just rolled the dice on myself, you know, and, and, and listened to my gut and followed what I really wanted to do, you know? Well, so. you've, you've set, you, you have tremendous uh, results as a co you, I mean, your stats are off the charts in that arena. And, um, you know, we're excited to see what, what's going to take place. And, uh, and I want to, you know, I want to fold Patrick in because uh, one of a good friend of our show, uh, obviously Ken Duke, uh, statistically speaking says, and I, and I'm paraphrasing him. I'm, I'm kind of speaking for him. I apologize, Ken, but he says, Patrick Walters is the best angler on the Bassmaster elites right now. And, um, and statistically speaking, wow. Yeah. That's a a pretty, that's a pretty bold statement, but honestly, I think we've already wrapped up the show. Justin, (laughs) Hit the nail on the head. He, I mean, he hit it home with that intro just then. I mean, I think we can take it to the house. No, it's uh, that I don't see it that way, being the best thing on the bleach years, because I'm telling you, there's just so many good guys fishing right now. Everybody's got their niche. But let me tell you guys, Justin's got the knack for fishing on that side. He's, I think, like me and Justin have been talking, this is the right time. This is the opportunity. And I'm telling you, I think he's going to hit it out of the park this year. Hmm. Well, pretty- we're we're going to be certainly rooting for him, but you're taking your skill set over over there too. Uh, you're you're um, you're going to stay with the elites. You're going to add the NPFLs. Um, tell us about that. That that had to be a big decision for you. You know, it was a big decision. I actually thought about it over the entire year um, when they were announcing that the NPFL was being created, and then there was another tour in being created that it was like hey it's in the works we're looking at it and everybody kind of gave it a trial run that first year everybody kind of wanted to sit back and see how it how it was going to go but uh in my opinion i feel like you got to fish as much as possible you got to fish as many tournaments in a year that you can make work to that you can still function um where i've always fished two divisions of opens 
um, each year, which is six or eight tournaments. And then when I saw the MPFL, it, it reminded me of the good old days of bass fishing where five or 10 years ago, when you saw the guys fishing the elites and FLW, when FLW was at its peak. And mm-hmm. that's what it reminded me of those guys just fishing. And that's what I want to get back to is just, Hey, cut all the fuss out and just worried about the next tournament and going fishing and just fishing as much as possible. You know, that's how I make a living. I'm not good with YouTube. I'm not that great with social media. You know, I want to make my living on the water. And uh, I think that's what those guys at MPFL are doing right now. They're really doing top-notch stuff. And I'm always going to be with the elites. I'm not leaving bass. Um, That's where I want to be at. But I really guys at the MPFL are doing right now. And I'm, I'm there to support them. Well, that's great. You're you're one of uh, uh, several uh, big names that are that are coming over there to really strengthen and bolster that field with some some super talent guys that that have some proven track record. Uh, so, um, man, it's it's going to it's going to be getting a little bit tougher over there at the MPFLs. I think. I, I think so too. And I mean, there was already a tough crowd, uh, but yeah. the way I looked at it, it's six tournaments, um, and no matter what lake you're fishing, you're never fishing against your competition. You're fishing against the fish on each body of water. Exactly like what Justin said. Um, and compared to fishing the opens where it, you're fishing against 225 guys and 40th place is a $2,200 check, where now you're fishing against 125 guys and you're fishing for a nine to 10 grand check. That's the only way I looked at it. It's the, the field's going to be the same competition wise. It's just you're fishing against 100 less guys. And they have live coverage. I mean, it's a, it's a more of an opportunity to, to grow my brand, to help my sponsors, and it's full circle. Well, what, what do you think of this, uh, you know, Angler of the Year title getting won by a guy that didn't use forward-facing sonar? <laughs> I, that's, the, that's the trend of 2021. Look at, look at Seth. I mean, he proved right. it on the Elite. So it doesn't technically yeah. matter what trail you fished this year. Yeah. Angler of the Year, you don't need forward-facing sonar to win angler of the year um that sometimes you got to go back to your roots and you got to go in the dirt the thing is though once you see forward facing sonar for the first time it's kind of hard to shut it off because you're like like i heard keith say earlier there was 80 to 100 fish down there like who knows what keith was on i mean keith has got a knack for finding fish and i mean you just don't know so when you see something like that you're just like man what you just hate to cut it off like if i would just turned it on you'd depend just a little bit over there to left there'd have been the mother load but you were looking <laughs> right the whole time so it's when you got it it's it's hard not to use it well you got jk uh we've worked with patrick for years now and uh he's he's great speaker a tremendous instructor for us at bass university uh, yeah and you got you guys connected you got you two are i is this true? You guys are going to room together. You guys are going to travel the MPFL tour together. That's the plan. You know, me and Justin hit it all right at the right off the bat because I think, I mean, his name's Professional Fishhead. I mean, we're both just fishheads. Like, I think we'll call and talk for thirty minutes. I had like a simple question that should have took probably thirty seconds, but we'll talk for thirty minutes about something completely stupid. I mean, we're talking about just tinkering with baits and stuff. It's just it's the love for tackle love for fishing yeah and i think who's somebody that might not get annoyed with my the fish head sense you know because i can't (laughs) turn it off 
It's uh, it just like I cannot turn it off. And Patrick's the same wavelength. Yeah, trust he, me. You can ask my wife. But I can't turn it off. She's like, are we going to talk about anything other than fishing? And I'm like, well, how was work? And she's like, it was bad. And I'm like, man, they just didn't buy today, honey. And she's like, are you serious? One question. It's done. And it's like, I tried. I mean, I made an attempt. <laughs> Oh, I know. I know. I can't. I can't imagine. I can't imagine what that what that uh, Airbnb is going to be like uh, with you two guys. But uh, B- lots of tackle, B- lots of tackle on pods. B- we'll probably B- have to see what he guys. So, so as travel partners, and this question comes from uh, comes from the balded bearded uh, boss guy of yours. Um, <laughs> as travel partners, who's cooking and who's cleaning? I'll cook if he does the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's probably like, we're going to have to test that cooking out, you know? <laughs> Ooh, I'm down with that. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to test test that out. But, yeah, we, we, we'll figure Deep. out some teamwork. We'll figure Man. out some teamwork. I, I, I like to cook, but when I'm on a, on tournament trail, I mean, I would take that offer in two seconds, JK. Oh, like, yeah. You got, some, you got somebody dishes. cooking dinner? I'll, I'll, I'm doing those dishes. I don't think I'm cooking – I just I'm I'm too lazy to do dishes for some reason. I don't know why. I'll cook all day. I just don't want to do the dishes. Bring paper plates. We might have, I was about to say Brian's on top of it. Paper and plastics, what we're going it, with. There you go. All next. The, the, the thing about Patrick is, you know, he doesn't and I haven't I haven't traveled with him yet, but from what I can tell, he he's not afraid to come in a little early. He's not afraid to sleep in a little bit during practice. <laughs> He's not Mike Iaconelli out there, first to first to arrive and first to leave. So he, nice. he might be perfect for that. He might have dinner ready for me when I'm coming off the water, you know? <laughs> that possibly might be true. I do yeah. like to sleep in. I'm not going to lie. It'll be uh, – I haven't been to the boat landing yet before sunrise. So uh, <laughs> we'll see if I can go find a topwater bike tomorrow. But uh, I've been known to sleep in till about 9 o'clock sometimes and just mosey on out there. Wow. In wow, an elite that series nice. <laughs> yeah. Even the good thing in the elite series, like I've slept in till ten o'clock before in an elite series practice, and still beat Steve Kennedy to the boat landing. That's kind of what makes you feel better. It's like you're just not the last one. You don't want to be that guy. And so it's like when I wake up, I'm leaving the campground, and I'm like, "All right, I'll honestly, I'll make a lap around the campground to make sure Steve's still there." I'm like, "All right, I'm good." Steve. <laughs> honestly practice probably for four hours a day maybe five <laughs> like i'll leave before him and i'll come back at like six o'clock or something before you know still two hours of daylight and he's already back at the house and i'm like steve how did you even find him this week and he'll cut a check every time wow wow he's just got the knack for it so you guys you know pete you've been traveling you've traveled with ike for years btc you briz you guys have practiced can you imagine ike getting a sleep in and accidentally and getting like a 10 o'clock start no in practice. no stuff would be broken oh yeah if, yeah if he slept in and, if he slept so in until nine the whole camper would be broken uh-huh oh yeah if, he, he would penalize the alarm clock for not going off all the time uh, that phone would be in the drywall <laughs> i used to be like that and i'd get all worked up but you got to learn who you are as an angler and i mean i love getting out there early but mm. you can't let it stress you out. Um, it used to would get me fired up, and then I'd be mad about it. Like, God, I'm late. And then now it's like, hey, just embrace it. I mean, if you're going to be late, just, hey, you're late today. Don't worry about it. Don't be in a rush. Because once you start off that way, 
it's nothing but downhill from there. Like your day is not going to be productive. So if I'm, if I sleep in, it's like, Hey, I'm just going to take my time. And that's the day it's going to be, you know, I'm still going to go to the gas station, top off, get a bag of ice. You know, you got to have a bag of ice. So it's, you just have to take your time and you have do to you know think, who you are as an angler. Do, and what does that say about you as an angler? Is, do you need, do you not like that extra time to, to process patterns or think about strategies or does it just relax you uh you know what with that extra time how, how are you benefiting from that i don't really know if you are i think it's just sometimes i'm just too lazy to get out of bed <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the bad thing but you learned how to shift your anger over those moments in practice and release it on tournament days right i mean oh tell absolutely us. at, at, at a tournament day, i'm gonna be the first every morning besides clun clun beats me every single day like when there's like when i've got something to get done i mean i'm being late you can ask my wife i hate being late like it gives me such anxiety but i've learned now like for practice wise it's like hey they're gonna it doesn't matter how much practice you get you can honestly have too much practice and so you mm -hmm. just kind of have to rest you don't need to overdo it sometimes um, I'll fish from daylight till dark a lot of times, but it's that second day. Hey, I'm going to probably fish three quarters of the day. And then the third day, I'll probably fish half the day. And then I'm going to spend time rigging. Um, so it's just, you kind of got to learn that. But when it's tournament time, I'm going to be the first one. I'm going to be probably two hours early, just in case. Yeah. In case I'm not broken. You're, you're sitting at the launch ramp two hours before takeoff. Sometimes it's usually, yeah, I'll be in the water and ready to go at least an hour and a half. Like I'll get there two hours ahead of time and then I'm, I'll be in the water an hour and a half before we're getting ready to take off, pulling rods and stuff out, making sure everything's right. Make sure trolling motor's not working. Cause sometimes just stuff breaks overnight. I don't know what climbs in your boat and breaks it, but I've seen it happen. <laughs> gremlins, gremlins coming to your boat overnight. I've seen it. Batteries, but, trolling motors, doesn't matter. Yeah. Stuff will break. It's funny because I, I don't I can't understand that kind of uh, process because BTC will tell you I'm I'm the last one to the launch ramp. I'm like I like going to the launch ramp when everybody else is in the water already. Boats are parked and uh, and I'm the last one there. It's, it's such a relaxing way to do it. Uh, it's so relaxing when you pull into the boat landing and there's not a single truck in the parking lot and you get oh. to pick whatever parking spots you want <laughs> that's only on tournament day on practice i'm parking in the grass <laughs> that's funny i i will never know what that feels like uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh the let let's let's get some ground rules guys we got a practice team here what are we doing we sharing waypoints grass beds information uh how, have you guys even addressed how you guys are going to uh, process uh, information at practice? Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. Uh, we're coming from two different parts. Uh, Patrick's, you know, he he travels with a guy, Justin Hamner, another solid elite series angler, had a great year this year. You know, and and I'm I've been working at the Bass University, so I, I you know, I'm I'm gonna adhere. I, I want to, you know like Patrick a lot, want him to do well. And we, we hit it off great. And, you know, it's hard for me to stay silent about anything, you know, um, uh, with whoever I'm trust and I'm around. So, you know, I'm probably going to adhere to how Patrick does it, you know, how he's comfortable doing it. Cause we need to stay focused on the, on the objectives and, and, 
and have a good time enjoying it as well. But I, I'm definitely going to adhere to, to that, you know, that he's, he's already doing it a certain way. You don't want to get him out of his rhythm that he's already practicing on the elites, you know? So how are we doing? Yeah, I feel, Patrick? And basically everything's wide open. See, that's the biggest thing is when you have somebody you're traveling with and you, the thing is you got to be staying together. That's I think the biggest thing because you, you got to share information basically. Hey, you know, we're catching backs of Creek, sharing waypoints, anything. It's basically you two are working as a team. And that's the biggest thing where if you're not staying with each other, there's so much miscommunication over the phone. You can talk to somebody and he's like, yeah, but you're just not getting the whole truth. And that's why me and Justin decided to stay with each other this year. It's basically we are a team where we're going to work together, share whatever waypoints, baits, any kind of thing that we run across that's like, hey, man, I'm catching them in the back of creeks or I'm catching them on top water. This is the top water I'm catching them on. It was on this point. See what you can replicate. Because that way you can break down a larger body of water much faster. And that's the thing. You have to find somebody trustworthy. It's a hard thing to find a fishing partner that you can you can trust. And I think, I mean, me and Justin, we get along great. We have so much in common that it's we work together well. Well, that's great. And, uh, and boy, they're words of wisdom for guys that are traveling together for sure. Now we've seen the Johnston brothers, man, they put all their money in the pot, split it down the middle. Any thoughts? That's no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The money thing is, I feel like you gotta be, you gotta be in relation almost. I mean, that's, that's crazy. That, that is, (laughs) I mean, but Justin, if you don't want to give me 30 grand, we can, we can split it. <laughs> <laughs> Pay those entry fees and, and you're good, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well uh, I got, I got a question for this, Pete. Go ahead. So, so along this topic, does will Justin have to uh, adhere to the uh, to the uh, strict uh, costume uh, regimen that you you roll with? But listen, there is a dress code in the Airbnb. Listen, if the, if it's not hugging them nuts, <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't cracking no bags, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. There's no way I can wear shorts. My butt is too big. <laughs> oh, God. Y'all are killing me. <laughs> All right. So we're showing a lot of leg, Justin. All right. So the, the only thing that I'm I'm not sharing uh with patrick is your legs no my my those lucky peanut butter energy balls that my wife makes i just don't have enough to share you know so i didn't know this was a thing now hold on we might need to readdress this this relationship i didn't know there were some lucky peanut butter balls now i mean we're gonna have to get back into this first i'm hearing about them too patrick yeah i'm i'm same here i'm i am intrigued oats a little bit of chocolate chips, some shaved coconut if you're if you're getting wild, and then some honey to yeah, really honey. make it all come together and it and it stays you know pretty solid. So a lot of people who have uh, entered my boat have have experienced this, and there's plenty of people who have asked my wife for the recipe. And you just gave it out. Yep. Well, no, I didn't give you out the the measurements. Oh, there's we need ratios now. Yeah, there's a secret ingredient, but we, we can't. Listen, talk. I will give you as much suffix line as you want for that recipe. 
<laughs> we will we can make a trade on this. Yeah, we Listen, I will give you my start in the hole day one of the first tournament. Whoa. Patrick for a bag of those. Let you spend at uh at Omnia fishing tackle. Okay. Like I know I know I spend I buy way too much tackle. It is it's an addiction. It is honestly like it's I need to pump the brakes on the tackle probably. I'd rather have Japanese baits and and you know all the all the I, goofy stuff. I have got a little thing for some JDM tackle. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> if it's out there, I've I've definitely looked at it. Sadly, <laughs> lately I think I've purchased it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Some I'm, tackle I'm, some tackle addicts. I know yeah. when Mike and I traveled together, we we blew up a building like no other. Like we would rods tackle. Uh, just exploding into a house rental and you just, there's nowhere to step, you know? Um, how, how, how are, how are you guys? Are you like Larry Nixon came into our hotel room and looked in and just shook his head and laughed and left. Like he could not believe the disaster <laughs> that Mike and I were operating in. Um, cause Hey, you go into Larry Nixon's room and there was not a piece of tackle. He had a briefcase. With a map, <laughs> one map inside, open on the bed. That was it, you know? Oh, nice. How are you guys? Are, are you guys neat guys? Do you know hey, that about each other yet? Hey, you've your stayed deal? with me. I've practiced with you. You've stayed with me. You know You know. I've got somewhat of a – I'll get. I'll give you the uh, example. So, the Toyota Championship, trying to find somebody to stay with. I saw that uh, our, my good buddy Wesley Strader was, was – uh, qualified for it so i called wesley and he was staying with john murray and a couple other guys from the west coast so a couple of john murray's buddies john stralick and um michael uh and man they stayed with me i i didn't know but two of them you know i knew west wesley and john of course through bash U and stuff well john comes in one night they're all done with dinner and dude i'm still sweating over tackle you're talking about this is a tournament where you're getting you're getting a bite if you're lucky as a co-angler. You know, it was 23 degrees every morning and all that stuff. And they they started making fun of me, you know, because it's like getting on 10, 11 p.m., you know, and they're all done pr tackle prep. I've got 20 rods out. I'm only taking seven. Don't know which ones I'm taking. <laughs> nothing, nothing. I mean, there's soft plastics over here, hard bait boxes over here. I'm trying to put everything into two two boxes. So this is co-angler but I'm like everywhere. And, uh, John, John goes, uh, John Murray goes, Hey, straight. Like, what, what, who does Justin remind you of? Like who, who does he remind you of? Like it's, I'm ready for bed, but who does he remind you of? And then they, they gave me the biggest compliment I've ever gotten in my life. And they, and um, John, uh, they said, uh, Aaron Martins. They said, Aaron was like that. Just tackle everywhere until midnight past midnight, you know? And I was like, I'm taking that as a compliment. I don't care. I don't care if you're making fun of me. I'm taking care. I'm taking it as a compliment. That's awesome. <laughs> but you, how about you, Patrick? Are you 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 do you bring tackle in at night? Do you obsess on it, or uh... I sometimes bring it inside if it's raining. But I feel like I'm pretty organized. I keep it okay. confined to the boat. Um, but on the boat, there will be 25 rods layout, and I will rig. I think probably 25 to 30. 
for a tournament, depending on if it's like a tough fight, like Justin was saying. Like, if I don't know what I'm going to be doing, everything's going to be tied on from A to Z. And I'll usually reline every single one of them that night. But the problem is it's the FG knots. It's when you sit there and you rig. Like, up north, I was rigging 15 spinning rods for the uh, derbies up there. And it was like 15 FG knots. So, I feel like I, I probably have a buck tooth right now from holding that <laughs> line in my mouth. Like, you get done and you're just like, like you're, I got to push that tooth back in. I mean, you were holding that line for so long. But uh, no, I could I keep it confined to the boat mostly, but uh, no, there will be tackle laid out uh, in the boat. There. It'll look like a mess, and then it's like I'll have a cardboard box and I'll have a junk pile of baits from after practice, and I'll basically just throw all those baits in that box, and I won't see those again for probably six months. After I get to the house, and I'll reorganize and be like, "Dang, I was, I was wondering where that top water was at." Dude, that's hilarious. I got a I got a cardboard box in the back back of my truck right now with. 75 baits in it that need to just be sorted out <laughs> easily believable i got i'll have like a pepsi box like it was just like all right bought some pepsis for that tournament i'm just throwing baits in there spinner baits chatter baits i mean it's just in used tackle who knows what it's laying around shout out to our guys at flambo by the way for if you like to use that technique of of tackle storage which i do the same because i'll take the piles of baits off the deck of my bass cat and just put them into an empty flambo quotient box it works oh, yeah. great because you can just grab a handful of all the baits that are on the floor put them in that quotient box with no trays in it lock it down and you're, you're all of a sudden more organized, kind of. Dishes are done. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, that's a, I love that. And you are more organized, but it's like that one box is rough. I yeah. Mean, that's like, I, I got a co-angler tomorrow, and I'm like. That's the box yeah, you got to bring in the house to organize. Yeah, he's going to get tetanus if he sits in that chair right yeah. now. So it's like, yeah, just <laughs> throw it away almost. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, my God. I love it. I it's funny you have 75 lures in a box and that's a lot i have 75 boxes with miscellaneous lures sitting around from uh from from lack of organization on my end it's it's, it's, it's how it's, many it's, boxes of lizards do you have Dude, I, <laughs> that's a great I feel like you've got about four boxes of lizards <laughs> like six inch eight inch even got the five inch <laughs> Dude, and in the four inch mini. I'm I, I feel like I'm one of the few people that still has lizard boxes, man. I still I, like, I still have a lizard box. They bite a lizard still. Oh yeah. I know. Oh ball and chain. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm with you, man. I, I like people like uh they gave up on it. They got a brush hog and they got a uh they got a beaver and they forgot about the lizard shape. I feel like they hardly throw a brush hog nowadays as well. The brush hogs even kind of dwindle on a little bit. It's everybody's throwing creatures nowadays. Like, look at the beaver. I mean, nobody even flips a beaver as much as they used to. It's a jig or something like that now. Yeah. It's changed. Radical. I like it. what's what what's old is new again. And I and I love that. What it, let me ask you this. Your strengths and weaknesses. How you guys get what do you think about that? Um, Justin, I know you're, you're kind you're new, right? You're going to be, uh, I, I know you have a feel for your strengths and I keep pushing you to try to identify your strengths and you're going to be learning them as you go through this big adventure you're about to go on. Patrick, you've had quite a few years to hone, hone in what your strengths are. Um, how are we going to merge? I think we can merge these two, uh, out on the tournament trail. I definitely think so. All I need Justin to help me with 
is to teach me a little bit of patience. If he can slow me down a little bit, I think I'm going to be much better off. Because, listen, I, I'm an impatient person. And on the water, I, I'm, like, extremely ADD. I'm, like, ready to go. I'm, like, all right, all right, they're not by Let's go. Like, I just need to learn to just kind of take a deep breath and just go fishing. And that's what I've been doing the last couple of years. But it's hard to sometimes, you know, when those first couple of bites don't pan out, you start running around. It's uh, you get those wheels turning. I just need mm. to kind of lock some brakes on them. Mm. Yeah, can you bring some patience to the table, JK? Man, honestly, I feel like um, I feel like there's an element to that that I I I fish with my trolling motor. Like I'm comfortable when my trolling motor's on five, right? I'm not a burn it up. You know, I can be like if I if I know I have to cover water or, or if I'm running and gunning stuff on herring lakes and stuff, I try to speed myself up. But, yeah, I, if I've identified a group of fish and it served me well this year that they didn't bite what I thought they were going to bite or do what I thought they were going to do, I gave them a chance. And I tried to figure out what the change was, you know, and and tried to keep them honest. And I was willing to put, you know, if it's an area, you know, an extra hour or more into that in a, in a tournament day. So maybe that can rub off, but you know, probably the biggest level of patience that I can bring is I've probably, probably been married a lot longer than Patrick young Patrick has. So, <laughs> so I've probably learned a lot more patience than he has. You so know, far. the, the bad thing is to my philosophy with fishing is I compare fishing to women. <laughs> Listen, if she ain't in the right mood, I don't oh. care what you say or what you do. It ain't happening. So, it's the same thing. Timing is everything, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, Timing is everything. Right. So listen, if that fish is not in the right mood and he's not biting, she? just go find another one. Right. One will be willing to bite. Just <laughs> that'll get you in trouble. And that that, yeah, that we'll, might be where Patrick can help me. You know, I've been a one woman man my pretty much my whole life. So <laughs> did 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 he su just suggest that you need to go find one that's willing to go? I'm fish, We're talking about exactly. fish now. <laughs> We're going to clarify. And, so, and sometimes you just got to show it to them, right? Honey, if you're watching, I'm talking about fish. <laughs> Man, we're, we're not talking about Kimball's balls. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it went off the tracks. Hey, we're <laughs> Somebody say something about a lizard. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, we need we we need to get those at the bass university we need to talk to cat we need to get that recipe we need to get some uh some of those supplied oh yeah man those but, peanut or oat things those um who was it i think it's mike reed he loves those things i brought them a couple tournaments we fished together oh alabama yeah. mike what's mike doing these days Catching fat bags, going. He's fishing the regional at Waukita. Wa uh, he's going to OH Ivy this weekend. Waukita. Waukita. Where's that? At? I always call it okay. Waukita. Excuse me. Waukita. His. I always. I always Lake Waukita in Arkansas. Yeah, he's got the regional there for BFL. Pete's fishing. The oh, okay. Pete, no, yeah, Pete's fishing the Potomac Regional next next week. Mike's fishing. Wachita, and then I fished the St. John's. So we're trying to get our Bash U guys at the All-American. That's Project All-American at Bash U. I, I like that, Project All-American. Hey, man. Yeah, we're close. We're close. Um, yeah, so it's, Sounds it's, like another it's really trip busy. I'm going to get left out of. 
<laughs> Dude, you should come to the BFLs with us this year. Yeah. Brought the Ike Live boat. Yeah, you should, should invite me. <laughs> Hey, we're signed up for BFL. Fish out of the Ike Live boat, Brian. Yeah, I'm, dude, yeah. <laughs> I might be driving. I might be dragging it to Gunnersville. So, <laughs> anyhow, anyhow, yeah, dude, um, we're gonna. Uh, do you want to take a quick break here, BTC? Are we ready? Um, almost. Except for I'm out of commercials. Run <laughs> <laughs> them uh, again. Yeah, that's, that I sounds great. Same, I get the same commercial every time Elite the Elite Series takes their twenty minute potty break. You know, it's like the same commercial. So you want to say Unlock goodbye to Patrick lake. here, uh, Peter? <laughs> What's that? We're saying saying goodbye to Patrick and uh, moving on to our next guest, right? Yeah, I, I guess we are. I hate to say goodbye to Patrick. He's such a great guest, and, yes. and uh, we love having you on the show. Yes, indeed. And um, you know, wish you the best of luck. What? Did they announce the, the schedule yet? Mm-mm. They have not. But, guys, I greatly appreciate you have, for having me on. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to next year. They have not announced the schedule, but uh, looking forward to seeing where it's at. Yeah. Might well, we're looking tonight. forward to watching you. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to have to, you know, uh, we're going to need, like, secret text and emails to let let us know what JK's really like out on the road. You know, we, <laughs> we, we need to know the scoop. <laughs> We'll be we'll, we'll be counting on you for that. We'll be we'll be rooting for you on the elites. We'll be rooting for you on the MPFL. And I appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us tonight, as always, buddy. It's great to see you. Absolutely. Thank you all for having me. If you need anything, y'all just I look forward to talking with y'all soon. Uh, we'll, ha- we'll have you at Bash University this year, Patrick Walters. Um according to Ken Duke, the the best angler on the Bassmaster Elites right now. That's, 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 that's correct. Me. Based on yeah. stats. Yeah. Yeah. With statistics are everything, man. And uh and he's the best. So BTC you gonna rerun those commercials, take a quick break and come back, or are we gonna roll? That is correct. Right in. Pete. Okay. Rerun We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna be right back with the guys that are making the NPFL happen. Uh this this tournament trail that uh you know it was new last year. We didn't know what was gonna happen. They're coming in the season too strong, got a great crop of new anglers entering the tournament trail uh some different ideas some new ideas going to be talking with those guys here in just a minute right after this aquaview the leader in underwater viewing technology Find what you are looking for. Catch more fish. Have more fun. Aquaview. Seeing is believing. Why do you love catching fishing rods? I'm truly losing less fish. Is the sensitivity of the rod. That's are made right here in North Carolina in the USA. Strongest, lightest rod. 100% made here in Sanford, North Carolina. From the drop shot rod to the flipping stick. Every rod has a purpose to it, and I rely on them all the time when I'm out there in a tournament. Durability in the John Cruz Worming Series, the counterbalancing in the handle. It's the only rod i found that can withstand my hook set. Boom, goes the dynamite.
some would say obsessed. There's no place on Earth we'd rather be than right here, right now. Performance-driven gear, so you can fish longer, harder. Gills Performance Fishing. 2021 Red Crest Champion Dustin Connell here. And if you watch live coverage, we just got done at Lake Eufaula. I caught my fish using the active target with Lowrance. What you didn't see is I run a sea clear power harness in my boat. One of the main advantages to running this harness is it does not drain my batteries down at all running my four units. And what that's gonna allow me to do is I'm able to see my bait at 8 a.m. just as good late in the day. Y'all check them out at seaclearpower.com.